0: Some of my earliest memories are about worship. We left our home in Oklahoma City when I was just four years old and we moved to a Middle Eastern country, Tehran, Iran. Christianity was not recognized as a legitimate re- religious group in Tehran when we arrived in 1968. However, I don't remember there being a, a question of if we worshiped. I mean, even at four, I just knew we would. My dad made the arrangements, and we worshiped. My parents found other members members of the Lord's body by, by just asking just about everyone they met, and soon there were others. And then my father and two other men took the opportunity to prove to the government by using scripture th- that the church was a legitimate religious group. And thus, the Church of Christ became the first Christian religious group listed on the government registry in Tehran. And we were allowed to worship openly. That meant in our home. We would prepare for worship by rearranging all of the furniture in our living room and constructing a pulpit out of end tables stacked on top of our coffee table. I remember that picture vividly and watching my father, other men, my eldest brother, and J.C. Schoet taking their turn preaching behind that makeshift podium. I remember watching Mr. Schoet one of the most well-known missionaries in the Lord's church baptized dozens of people in our backyard swimming pool. Those were good times. Those were blessed times. And I am so grateful for the religious freedoms that we have been given by our government and the, the sacrifices that young men and women and their families have made to give us the opportunity to worship our God as he directed and to do so openly. With like-minded believers i understand the concern over losing freedom in our current political climate and i understand my facebook friends concerns about losing our freedom to worship i understand that and i get that but honestly i don't know that i can find it in me to worry so much i mean primarily because the state of the government that didn't concern our lord If you look at Mark chapter 12, verse 13 through 17, or Matthew chapter 22, verse 15 through 22, Luke chapter 20, verse 19 through 26, you will read that he rarely discussed the government and the political landscape of the time, which was one of the most hostile to his religious teachings in history. Now, don't misunderstand. I vote. I vote every single time, and I vote according to the teachings of my Lord. And please do not hear that freedom isn't important to me or that I don't care because I do. I care deeply. But because I also remember vividly before it was legal for us to worship, I remember vividly having Bible class in a bombed out castle where my wonderful Bible class teacher, Mrs. Sunny, who with her bright red hair and the prettiest smile I had ever seen She started each Bible class with the same song that I also sing at the beginning of my Bible classes. And ironically, I don't remember much about the airplane rides or much of the other things that we have captured in beautiful pictures of the, the sites and the architecture. But all of those first memories, they were watching my parents faithfully worshiping their Lord. difficult situations at four years old that became the foundation for my faith today because I had the opportunity to sit in that bombed-out castle and and look at the rubble all around me and as Mrs. Sunny and I sang songs about how much Jesus loved me I learned the most important lessons of all that I can worship under any government oppressive or democratic I can and I must serve the Lord under any circumstances, free or slave. I learned that earthly freedom is not a necessity for worshiping and serving my God. And I am thankful, so thankful for my earthly freedom from my physical pain and persecution. But more thankful for the eternal freedom that I have from eternal punishment that I deserve. Ephesians chapter 2 and Romans chapter 5 verse 8. So many assume that my father was a missionary based upon that story. Some assume that he was a paid servant of God to go into other countries to help establish the church. But he was not. He was just a Christian. He was just a man who understood Matthew chapter 28 verses 18 through 20. He was a man who understood that no matter where he was, He was still obligated to remain steadfast to the teachings of his Lord and Savior, regardless of the conditions of his life or permission from the governmental authorities. So we eventually returned back to the United States permanently. And when we left Tehran, the church was strong. However, I've been told sadly that the church no longer exists in Iran, at least according to the missionaries I've talked to. But I hang on to hope that I have brothers and sisters there, perhaps worshiping in secret like we did, but nonetheless, worshiping their Lord in spirit and in truth, standing strong in their faith, because they were taught how important it was by their fathers and their fathers, who perhaps learned from mine that earthly freedom is just not necessary for a heavenly home. And it is for this that I bow my knees today.